Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Go Play That podcast. My name is Rob Cook. I'm here with Stu Oswald. Hello. And Hush. Hello, everyone. How do you want me to call you on this? Because it's Hush. How do you do it? Okay? Ricardo Hush. Goncalves. Okay. How okay. Do, that's how you do it, right? No, yeah. Hush is fine. Hush, is, hush fine. is fine. It's universal. Maybe it should be different yeah. each time. I'll try and mix <laughs> it up. Okay, so um, this is now giving us a one-week milestone of for in February 2017 with three to go. Um, does that scare either of you? No, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared for Hush. Not really. I, I have a game plan. You got a game, I have a plan. game plan? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's so. get let's start with you then, because um, okay. you're. You're currently playing Bully, which is the first that you you picked up, and you're, you're still with that. Um, how are you finding Correct. it? Um, okay, Bully. It was actually Stu that picked this game for me. As you know, um, yeah. it's it's a cool game. I, one thing I usually don't do is when I'm playing games, I go that far back in time to play a game. So I, because I don't play that many games, I try to be as current as possible. Sure. So it's it's a little bit different than usual, but um, it, it feels it, it's cool because it feels like it is. Like I know it's Rockstar, so it feels like a GTA. It's, it's just mini GTA. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so it's a cool game. It's uh, it's funny. I see why Stu picked it because it's a game that is made of a lot of mini games, a lot of different skill games, and the progression is very simple. You can just not have to worry too much. There's a story behind it, yeah, but the main thing in here is just moving forward and domination, basically. Um, domination. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, if that's what you choose to take from that, then all yeah, play, yeah all, that's all what I'm doing. So, so I, I'm on chapter three, I think. Uh-huh. I should be very close to finishing uh, chapter three. Okay. And I already, um, I technically own the nerds, and I own, I think it's the preppies. Mm-hmm. You know how these weird groups are. So, so basically, each chapter. It, not necessarily the complete chapter is all about one of these groups, but close enough to that. Mm. But uh, whenever I own these groups per se, I I get um, I unlock um, like a safe house or something like that. So I already have two, and I'm working on uh, I think it's rich kids. No, there's uh, I, I there's, never remember the name. I assume people. there's like jocks, or do you think you can never get with the yeah. jocks? They exist, but I haven't uh, I haven't messed around with those guys. Maybe in the next chapter. Okay. Um, but but uh, so but now I'm progressing again, and I'm assuming that in the end I'll basically leave them, and uh, and I'll have a new safe house. But so it's a cool game because it starts at school. So it's a guy or a kid that um, let's let's say that he's unlucky to go um, to go to uh, to study at Bullworth, which is a really weird, not Harry Potter like school. Because two sold me this, like, oh, this this is going to be fun. It can be a, like a Harry Potter kind of game. No. It's more like a high school, high, like American high school, really, with different cliques. Yeah, it, it it is. It is American high school, exactly. And, um, and because the name is Bully, I actually thought I was going to be a bully, which made mm. me a bit upset. That's not something that I feel very comfortable with, let's say. 
Well, that's but why it got changed. That like the perception was that it was a game about bullying, like yeah, performing yeah, exactly. bullying. I mean, it only got changed in Europe, but I don't know. I don't really understand once you play the game why it was so controversial or why they called it bully. To be honest, mm. I think it, it technically fights bullies, but yeah, unfortunately, the way he does it is also bullying a little bit. Right. No, I, I saw you having trouble um, placing kick me signs on the back of people and do, you know <laughs> get getting up to stuff, getting up to no good. Yes. Too much yes, flashbacks we, for Hush's school days. No, the the problem wasn't that. No, uh, I actually I have a problem with that when I have to to do the optional stuff. So I, mm. I just ignore it. But I, whenever I'm running around and I'm always running or skateboarding, or whatever, somebody always tries to kick me or trip me or throw stuff at me. They just want to fight all the time. But mm. I'm like, uh, nope. So I just move forward. If I have to engage, I'll engage. But I'll avoid that as much as I can. So I try to follow the story and all that. But even when I follow the story, I try to be as nice as I possibly can. So that's my way to go against the, that system, let's say. But, um, but the, that example you gave me, the, um, having problems with the, with the notes, uh, that one was actually me not understanding exactly what I have to do. But I did already have some problems, but I think it's more the mechanics. So I have to get used to that because... It's not a current game, so I think it's what ten years old. You remember? Uh, two thousand six, yeah. I think, or was it two thousand four? Yeah. Was it older? No, than it's, that? it's it's ten years old because we did the, the Instagram post when okay. when 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 Red Dead Redemption Two was announced. We did a a ten year a ten year post for Bully. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I think because of that, there's a few things that maybe I need to change the way I think in terms of coordination and how gameplay actually needs to work but it's very small things like overall it's, it's been fine i mean it's and, still rockstar um, they were always pretty modern even 10 years ago yeah yeah so it shouldn't and, have aged uh, too bad i guess the, the cool thing about this game is that it seems that most of these little uh it's called the mini games they're different so i don't repeat much which is cool for me um there's not much grinding uh, the maximum like pickup kind of quest that i have to do or sorry, tasks was maybe five, six, ten, something tops. But um, but it's it's nice. I can move forward very quickly. And I, I like the boxing bar. It's cool. I got to a point where I actually went to a to a ring and I was practicing and everything, blocking, dodging. Went to championships. Hmm. That part was easy. I just destroyed everyone. But in there, it's okay. I can fight in the ring. That's perfectly fine. You told just me outside of the ring. You told us a very uh, sad story on Slack the other day uh, involving singing. Could you could you talk us through <laughs> that? <laughs> um, so I'm actually I'm uploading that uh, stream now, so it should be available on YouTube when the podcast is out. Mm-hmm. So everybody should check it out. Uh, not just mine, but everyone else's. But mine first. Um, uh, so one of the mini games that I have is um, is like a rock band kind of thing, like a rhythm game where you need to press a button or or move the, the stick um, in a specific time. And uh, it, it was just, it was over Christmas always. It was just the Christmas songs. And yeah, I started singing the song, but then at some point I'm like, oh, I don't know the lyrics, but I'll just continue. And I used the usual, uh, na, 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 na. You know, I just, uh, I was just pretending. Anyways, I was enjoying that moment. It was, mm. I think it was a medley, like a three or four minute medley. So uh, it took a while. Um, but the other situation that I had, and it's going to be in a, scream, a stream as well, 
is one of the mini games, which is just such a simple mini game. Um, it's one of those arcades where you just need to you have a, a character, and you need to navigate around the screen, you need to eat specific food and avoid other kinds of food or one element, and they are all they come from um, horizontally, vertically, and you just need to navigate through it. So it's a very simple game. Hmm. I need to beat a high score, and the first time I did it, I was like ten points away. Uh, it takes a while; it takes at least five minutes to do it, like very focused, uh, and then I had to do it once, twice. But I, I don't remember. Like, oh, I don't remember too much. Like, how much of these mini games do you need to actually progress the game, or are you kind of doing some of them as extras? Uh, yeah, I just do a few. So this one in particular, it was part of the part of the, the task that I had to do. So it was with the with the nerds. Uh, was at their house, and if I beat the record, I would keep their house for myself. Um, but then there's quite a few in there that I actually haven't looked because I'm focusing on trying to finish the game. Um, you know, I don't have that much time, so I need to go and push through it. Um, but but it's cool because of that, because it's yeah, it's it's a mini GTA. So like you said, so these little things that for now, now we just take it for granted. Ten mm. years ago, they were pretty cool. You know, so I'm trying to appreciate these things and thinking as if I were in 2005, 2006. Um, but yeah, overall, obviously, it's a cool game. Uh, I like it. Okay. How far do you think you're through? Uh, so I'm chapter three, and I've done quite a lot of tasks. So I should be maybe between half an hour and an hour away to before chapter four. But I'm not entirely sure how long the game is. So okay. I know the average is like 12 to 14 hours. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know what that means exactly in chapters. And, sure. um, and I'm playing the scholarship edition. I don't know if it makes any difference. I just think that was a remaster rather yeah. more than anything content related. Okay. It was more okay. the version that came out on 360 and stuff. So yeah, because originally it was a, a PS2 release and then scholarship okay. edition is the, the next gen version. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So for me to be uh, on track, just uh, to go back to where this started. So my plan is by the end of the weekend to finish this first game. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's by the 12th, let's say. And hopefully already start with Alien. I'm going to do Alien second. Okay. And Alien, I have between so the Sunday the 12th until, mm-hmm. let's say, the 20th, 21st. Because that's the two evenings where I want to uh, to do with you guys. Uh, Batman. Uh, Batman. Okay. Yeah. So then... I still have one week, uh, which is going to be interesting for uh, Hotline Miami too. <laughs> That's a solid plan. I mean, you're you're behind yeah. in terms of having finished a game once a week, but uh, this one's yeah. longer than this one's like the second longest game on your list. So you're you're probably doing okay. all right. Yeah, and uh, hopefully Batman, I can do it in a couple of sessions. Yeah, Batman's no sweat. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So yeah, that's it. That's my update for this week. Update. Breaking news. You're tuned in to Go Play That Radio with Stu, who is the first person to finish a game out of the group. How was that? That's a first. Well, Bob's Bob's been the first to complete a game of the group in, I think, both previous years. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't deliberate, but I think I've (laughs) given myself quite an easy ride this year. Um, You know, we did all the averages and I have the least hours total yeah um, i think usually in the past couple of years i've had pretty tough challenges um so you know it wasn't it wasn't deliberate but that's that's how it panned out i mean part of that was obviously oh choosing a very short game for me um hatred which clocks in about two and a half hours 
Um, but that is two and a half hours of pure hell. So pure I, hatred. I think, that, I, yeah. I think that makes up for it. Um, so yeah, my, my first completion was, was hatred, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, another game which caused a lot of controversy upon release. Um, I believe it's still banned on Twitch. So obviously we use Beam, so, you know, got around that legal loophole to bring this game <laughs> to the world. Um, yeah, the, the game, you know, it's, it's no different to any other game in a way. I mean, you know, I've also been taking advantage of my, my shorter list to still play some Watch Dogs 2, for example. And, you know, I was playing some Watch Dogs, having a fight with some cops, killing some cops and thinking, you know, that's what you do in hatred, except hatred is really controversial for it. Um, I mean, I guess it's, yeah, it's mainly because that's the main focus of the game compared to you know, other games where you have a, a narrative and driving. Um, but Hatred does also have a narrative. It just, again, the narrative is kill everyone and then blow mm. up a nuclear power plant. <laughs> um, the the biggest problem with the game is it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, I checked on um, you. I checked in on you a couple of times and at no point did you seem to be having fun. It, no, like I mean, the first time I checked in was quite early and you were just um, taking out a neighborhood. It's probably like the first level or something. That's the first level, yeah. And then the, the next time I checked in, you were pretty much done and you were like going along these catwalks um, yeah. in a nuclear power plant. Yeah, I mean, so controls are bad. The graphics are bad. It's just like no color to it. It's depressing to play. The music, I mean, you know, music is, it kind of reminds me of stuff that Hush likes. Mm. Um, the, the end credit song was probably the most enjoyable part of the game. And the credits where um, they, they say, fuck everybody. Yeah. They basically everybody. say, yeah. Yeah. They're like, you know, in the usual thanks section, they say, thanks, no one, fuck you all, except Lord Gaben, obviously Gabe Newell. Um, yeah. It's, it is literally a game full of hatred. Like it has no message. It has no meaning. Um, obviously, there's lots of controversy around the developers themselves at the time. You know, do they have ties to kind of dodgy neo-Nazi groups? Um, again, having played the game, I wouldn't be surprised if that's completely true. Um, it's just a horrible game. You know, it's, it's basically what people who aren't knowledgeable of video games, you know, when they're campaigning against games, that's exactly the kind of game that they would use for ammunition of like how horrible games are and you know, how they're going to corrupt people and stuff. Mm. So it basically does nothing, you know, for the for the medium of video games. Um, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. You started with a controller, then moved to mouse and keyboard? Right? Yeah, it was, it was definitely better on mouse and keyboard. Um, it's obviously not been designed very well for controller. So and I'm, I'm not very good at twin stick shooters anyway, but it was definitely much better with the, the controller. Um, uh, with the mouse and keyboard. Mm. Uh, the, the funny thing is, I've mentioned this before, like for a game of its kind, there's, it's a real struggle to have ammunition, in my opinion. I was always kind of struggling, running low. Um, and some of the, you know, from some of the fighting gets quite tough and you always have to kill lots of people, like, you know, kill 90 soldiers before you move on. And they're quite tough and I'm always running out of ammunition and, you know, they, they'll start shooting you before they're even on screen. So it's, it, mm. It got pretty difficult at times, but not because of, you know, difficulty, just because of bad design. Um, interestingly enough, I, I did find it had a kind of couple of interesting mechanics. I mean, each level also has side quests and 
basically you start a mission with, with one respawn, uh, at least on the difficulty I played on, which was story. Um, and you earn more respawns by doing the side quests, which I thought was in a way almost kind of an interesting little gameplay mechanic. Um, yeah. But that's about it, really. I, I can't really give it any other credit. I mean, the, the main character was a disgrace. Um, every, I, almost every time that he did a like a melee takedown, he'd have a really, really terrible like yeah. one-liner. Like none, really none of them were good. None of them, e- even even if you took it as a parody, like Duke Nukem style, yeah, as a as a goof, it just doesn't play right. But that's the thing is like, you know, this is no goofing in this. I mean, you know, I'm not a prude. I don't mind the the violence in it. You know, it's a video game, mm. but everything else around it was just, yeah, badly written, bad character, just dull gameplay. Yeah. If it was a parody, then it would have to be done well. And that might have some kind of saving grace, but it was done, you know, deadly serious. They, you know, I think they thought they're making a, a political message with this character who just wants to wipe out humanity and you know he's so edgy and stuff he wears a black leather trench coat and has long black hair and stuff i don't know it, it was a huge misfire he looked like opinion. he looked like um jackie estacado from the yeah. darkness mixed with reaper from overwatch or something yeah no it's a it's it's a pitiful game <laughs> okay well any any like parting words for the game uh like earl was asking earl was planning that uh your playthrough would allow us to get a straight through the bullshit insight into what this game is about like basically you wouldn't recommend this to anyone right no i mean that's what i think the, the straight through the bullshit you know again no controversy in my opinion because it's, it's a video game no different to any other video game it's just a bad video game right it's not you know it it's, it's dull mirror. it's bad yeah no, at least no, it was, if it was good, then different story. But you know, it's, it went for controversy for the sake of it, and it obviously mm. got that. But you know, I think people should have just not even given it that much credit and just you know acknowledged, oh, this is a bad game. Let's not even bother. It, yeah, if they'd not done that, then we wouldn't be talking about it at all. It would just be lost in a sea of yep. of poor quality Steam releases, I guess. I mean, come on, Postal is super famous, and it's basically the same game. And no one went, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure some groups went crazy about Postal, but still, yeah. not to the extent yeah. of hatred. Um, so I think, it, yeah, literally, they knew what their mission was, which was to make a pretty you know distasteful game and just get some press coverage. Right on that. that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what, so. so what do you want? What do you plan to play next? Then? Well, I mean, I'm actually nearly finished. I think my second game, which is it's, it's funny because I'm playing Stasis now, which is a isometric point and click sci-fi horror um, from from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's funny because as the, the story's um, on, you know, the story's progressed in that game. It's kind of been revealed that it's all about kind of eugenics and human experimentation okay. definitely lots of kind of hints towards like nazis and stuff oh, so i've kind of played another like, one <laughs> but from a different angle because you know the first game was like you know kind of proudly neo-nazi in a way whereas this is like yeah eugenics is terrible nazis are terrible so i think just you know coincidentally playing these games back to back is 
been quite interesting. Um, <laughs> we should have put, we should have picked uh, Wolfenstein or something like that. Yeah. Well, this was no, thrown onto your list kind of last minute. Um, yeah, it was it was on my list last year. Never made the cut, and then when I was we were going through the podcast just before we started the the big podcast, mm. I was looking over the the Google Doc, and I saw Stasis from last year. And I couldn't even remember what the game was, and then I googled it, and I was like, oh yeah, I really want to play this. So I added it on, and you know, politicked my way into having you guys put it on my list. And yeah, it's really, it's really cool. So it's, um, okay. it's a, a game made by, uh, developers called The Brotherhood, which to me, from what I can understand, looks like two actual brothers who basically, you know, write it, create it and lead that studio from South Africa. And, um, you know, they're, they're quite open with their influences, which is things like Event Horizon, Dead Space, um, a bit of Alien. So I'm I'm definitely really enjoying it. Uh, Sanitarium as well. They they list as one of their video game influences. Um, it's it's cool. It's actually you know I, I was wondering how you know I'm not very good with, with scary games, but I've not seen that transferred to a, like a point and click where you have less agency. I guess so I was kind yeah, of really yeah. int- interested to see if a point and click could scare me. And there's definitely been a couple of moments where it has made me jump and overall atmosphere is very creepy like lots of kind of weird sounds in the background like singing children and Mm. creepy stuff so they've done a great (laughs) job um, nailing the atmosphere Um, I I love the cutscenes because the cutscenes are very kind of late 90s early 2000s type CG you know I'm not probably probably not you know by design but maybe more by necessity but it really works you know, reminds me of some of the cutscenes from Full Throttle and stuff where it switches from the, you know, the, the cell shaded gameplay to the more CG, weird 90s CG cutscenes. Um, some funny deaths I've had in it, which again, I wasn't sure that was a, a mechanic, but yeah, you can, you know, you can fail stuff, you can die. Um, one thing I really like though is a lot of the, the puzzling is really, you know, if you can, it's kind of like, human fall flat in a way i remember us saying if you can think it you can do it sure and i've definitely you know using point and clicks they can be quite obscure and quite random or like you know use this bit of chewing gum with this video recorder and you'll do this whereas this is like you have a gun and you need to like tenderize some human remains and you can just actually hit it with a gun and stuff or (laughs) yeah whatever you could do in real life yeah, or like put liquid nitrogen against a locked door and then shoot it with another kind of tall gun you pick up and it blows up the door and stuff. Mm. Um, so I've, I've had, you know, the, the puzzles have been interesting and, you know, quite challenging, but if you actually think like real life, then you, you'll solve them quite easily. And I, I always appreciate that in point and clicks, you know, not just random to be funny or something. It's actually, you know, this is how you could solve it if you're really in this scenario. And also you can, you know, reuse um, items, which is not always the case in point of clicks. They have like one use and done. You know, mm-hmm. whereas here you're, I was using like the drill I, ha- the drill I had for lots of different things. Um, again, the gun for a few things. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, lots of reading in the game, which has been a bit of a challenge for the streaming because, sure. you know, I'm not, I'm lots of PDAs to pick up. So I've been kind of, you know, trying to go through them at, at a decent pace um, just in case people are interested and kind of you know picking out the key bits to try and summarize the story as I go 
But yeah, no, it's, it's really, really recommended. Um, in fact, they've got a, a, a free kind of sequel side story game on Steam at the moment, um, called Kane. That's C-A-Y-N-E. Mm-hmm. And caps. Um, and they've got, yeah, they, they like all their caps. And their next game is on Kickstarter at the moment, actually, because, yeah, this Stasis was a Kickstarter game as well. Okay. Does that look like so, it's a part of the same universe or sequel? Yeah, 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 I believe so. I mean, I mean, Kane is actually the corporation in, in the universe. So okay. the one you can play now for free is, is definitely a, a spin off. And I believe the, the new one is, yeah, going to be set in the same universe. Mm-hmm. But no, it's, it's really cool. I mean, if you like points and clicks and you want to try something a bit different, it's, you know, it's massively recommended. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, um, with Stasis, like, being done, I guess, by the end, end of the week, what you're going to move on to between Remember Me and Doom? Um, I think next I'm going to do Remember Me. I mean, I, I thought I was going to do that next after mm. Hatred because yeah. I wanted a bit of, bit of color. Um, but then I kind of also thought, well, it'd be cool to get two completions done pretty quickly. And both, you know, Hatred and Stasis being the shorter games on my list, I thought I'd go ahead with Stasis. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously Doom is also quite bleak and, you know, depressing in a way, color wise. I mean, I know there's some red. You will not feel depressed by no, no, the game. <laughs> no, no. But just literally for, you know, I want to change it up with a bit of color. So. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to do Remember Me next. And, you know, again, being a huge fan of Life is Strange, you know, looking mm-hmm. forward to their next game, uh, Vampire. I think it's about time I, I polish off Remember Me. Um, I started it back in, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I didn't play much of it just an hour or so. Um, but I do even remember back then in the short time I played, you know, seeing kind of some hints of what came in Life is Strange and, Life is Strange and stuff. So, you know, I'm really, Really excited to to get that on the go next. Nice, cool. Okay, well, you sound pretty confident that you're going to complete this challenge. Like, I, just, I think. That's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm a done deal. Gonna be, I'm going to be done. I mean, I maybe Doom. I think you know, I'm not great at FPSs all the time on PC these days. So mm. you know, maybe that. But you know, normal difficulty, it should be fine. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, time wise, length wise, I think this is the the most confident I've ever been um, in this challenge. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've had some real stinkers in the past two that have kind of you know dragged it out yeah this year i'm you know i'm kind of doing things on the side still whereas last two challenges it was just four in february well i guess you know i've been i guess um when you started you weren't entirely sure what stasis was going to be so it was probably a good idea to get that one sussed out so that at least you you have the confidence in knowing that that's manageable like compared to like last year you had citizens of earth which, which was a complete surprise like negative surprise uh yeah you thought that, that was that just going to be a just, fun thing <laughs> it was yeah it was just there was so much random stuff in that game you had to do with before you could even progress mm. and i'll still never forget you know there's the mechanic in that game where you can take put your characters into the school so they level up over time yeah and i thought you know i had the great idea of and you could do it in different chunks so like the longer you leave them the more they level up and you need them to level up to unlock new skills so you can even travel around the world. So I remember thinking, you know, having the bright idea of, okay, well, I'll, I'll leave my, you know, I'll, I'll put them in the school when I finish, come back the next day and, you know, they'd have leveled up and stuff. Yeah. But obviously you, it only works when you're actually playing, you know, so I don't really see who would be playing for eight hours 
non-stop to afford to have them level up for eight hours. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty ropey and really set me back. So yeah, this, this year, definitely no citizens of earths. Um, <laughs> I had Ori as well, which was, you know, challenging for a different reason. I'm not usually very good at those games. So I, I think that's the one I'm, I'm proudest of in these challenges, having completed Ori. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's an L type game. <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually pretty poor at those. So yeah, this, this year definitely is, is going to be breeze for me. Um, cool. It wasn't deliberate, but I'm I'm happy it's worked out that way. Nice. Okay. Um, I'll go through where I'm at. So I have also played two games, but I haven't got any completions under my belt yet. Um, I started with Outlast, um, which I've done one stream of so far, and um, I like that game. That was the pick that you guys under Tom's uh, leadership chose. Um, as it's something that I had played, so I already had it, but, um, dropped it because the, the, the only time I'd played it until now was, uh, I think it was end of a uh, gaming at Rob's at my place and Tom stuck around and we, we played it for a bit. I can't quite remember the scenario, but it seemed decent. It's, it's, it's scary. Um, so having played some of Resi 7 in, the end of January, just before coming into the, the challenge, like that was, that's quite interesting to compare the two. Um, this one is, I guess, a faster paced game. Although if you speak to L who finished Resi 7 in about 20 minutes, he might argue otherwise. Um, there's some stuff I like about it. So I enjoy that it is scaring me. Um, and I also really liked um, the chase sequences. There's, there's moments where you need to run away. Um, and I haven't really used the ability to look behind you as you're running. I just don't see how that has any practical purpose, uh, especially if they, you can hear them following you. Um, but I liked basically having to sight read and see where I should turn next um, down in these chase sequences, like do I need to hop over this wall or try and bust the lock on this door? And I, the reason I haven't stuck with that and I moved on to SWAT four was because I really enjoyed playing that with an audience. Mm. I think that, that added to it. Um, not because it helped me to not be super scared there on my own. Um, cause that's not a problem f- for me, but it was just, uh, knowing that I was being watched with like my live reactions and, and so on to the game. Uh, and the reason I moved to SWAT 4 next is because I think that's the one that least uh, needs that sort of live reaction. I, I, there's not really much more to say about Outlast right now because I'll have plenty to talk about for it for it next week. Uh, so I'll move straight on to SWAT 4, which was the game that I was most scared of uh, in terms of just being an unknown. I'd put it on my list pretty late in the month, um, and basically on a whim, having seen, I think you posted that you saw that go up on GOG um, and was something I might enjoy. And uh, I play tactical games tactical games from time to time, including Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon, stuff like that. And um, it's a very, very basic game. You're kind of just doing the same few things uh, every every level, like you need to be patient, otherwise you're just gonna get shot. 
so I'll be um, choosing my loadout, uh, going in, having to like check doorways before proceeding forward. I can like split my guys up in in between uh, between two groups of of two and send about in different directions, um, or just have them follow me. But it's always beneficial. It's always the best idea to have them go forward first. And I have had a few frustrating moments in the maybe six, seven hours that I've played so far over three different sessions um, where I'll get to like the last group of people and I'll either get shot and killed and that's it. And there's no, you know, checkpointing or anything. That's 40 minute chunk of my, of my life gone. Um, Or I will have my team that I've given lethal weaponry to kill hostages just in an attempt to uh, shoot the the hostiles in the room, uh, a bullet will go astray either from the hostiles or from my guys. They'll take out one hostage or, you know, innocent bystander. And that's enough to count as a complete failure for the, for the mission. And there are four different difficulty modes, but from what I can understand, they're all exactly the same. But normal, in order to unlock the next level... Uh, playing on normal, you need to unlock, uh, get a score of 50 out of 100. And your score goes down if you uh, unnecessarily use uh, excessive force or perform friendly fire or fail to call in when one of your guys has been uh, incapacitated. And you can very easily put all, all of your effort into passing a mission only to not unlock the next level because you didn't, you know, cross cross the T's and dot the I's on the level. Um, so I'm, I've knocked it down to easy, which the the rating required to unlock the next level is just completion on easy, like zero. You can, I can get a rating of zero and still unlock the next level. And I found that was probably better, even though it kind of goes against the 4AF rules. I guess I'll see what you think, Stu, but... Um, no, I, I don't know. I, I think the only rules are a, a completion, you know. Well, we, d- we have said in the past um, that not, you should go for normal, unless it's something really weird. In this case, I ended up replaying the same level. Having finished normal, more often than not, I didn't have to finish it again on easy, and that was not good for the audience or good for me, and it was just extending the playtime artificially. Like, I wasn't experiencing new content. Um, The only thing that could be said for it is that because it's on easy, I don't have to concentrate as much and don't have to go as slowly um, and since moving up, uh, since moving down to easy, I have definitely like blasted through levels a bit quicker, but I could still easily fail at any moment. Like I could take out a hostage, uh, or get killed by rushing in myself and, and that would be it. So it still requires that I'm playing it properly. Um, and also the thing I did to prevent excessive number of game overs was, um, being the only person on my squad with a lethal weapon. I switched all of my teammates' weapons with uh, shotguns that shoot um, beanbags and paintball guns that shoot pepper uh, pellets. So they just pepper a room with pellets and everyone's just coughing. And then I go in and if they're not, uh, if they're resisting arrest, I'll just shoot them. Otherwise, we'll, we'll cuff them and move on. And that's been that's been better. And uh, there's also been some really cool moments of abject terror, just complete horror. Um, there was a level full of cultists 
um, and I couldn't find the last room of enemies. And I was walking around this house aware that if I rushed into a room too quickly, I'd be taken out. And it very nearly happened in, uh, in, I think it was part three. Um, so I'll, I'll have to highlight that, uh, on, on Twitter or something soon because that was scarier than anything I've done in Outlast so far. I had all of my, I had all of my guys, um, rush down this stairway, all get killed, all dead in a pile with four terrorists, like cultists on them as well. Just this pile of dead bodies. And because I can see picture in picture their camera of what their point of view is, and it's all covered in red because they're bleeding out on the floor. I could see one of the last guys walking past this hallway whilst I was in another room. I could see that they were walking and patrolling that route because of the dead body camera is really creepy. <laughs> this is what aliens colonial marines should have been like, you know, squad base, see your, or see the camera feed for your mates. Mm-hmm. Um, but SWAT is, is such an interesting franchise. You know, I've been a fan since the first one. In fact, the, the third one was the first game I played after getting my first graphics card. I okay. played it pre, pre graphics card and post graphics card. Um, but obviously SWAT, SWAT 4 is, is made by Irrational Games, obviously famous for System Shock, Bioshock. Mm-hmm. So that in itself is pretty interesting. But the, the overall franchise, so SWAT 1 is a, you know, FMV first person real simulator game, all, you know, all real actors. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to basically, you know, practice on the shooting range, take exams basically before you even become part of the SWAT team. Okay. Um, um, and second one, so SWAT one and two are part of the Police Quest franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, from the third one onwards, it spins off. But the second game is a isometric, top-down strategy game, uh, kind of like Commandos, XCOM, um, but okay. all in real time. Yeah. Then obviously the third one is more similar to the fourth one, but you know more dated now. So it's such a weird but interesting franchise. Um, I just checked; they they are all actually on GOG. So I think you know. So sometime in the future, I, you know, you should play through all of them start to finish. I <laughs> could do. So I would say that um, I am not sure how far I am through the game. I'm on mission 11 or 12 and the menu makes it look like there could be like 25. And I feel like I've been playing for ages. Um, the This is the first time that I felt like the challenge is maybe negatively impacting my experience with the game because I would definitely have bailed and taken my time with this game by this point. I played it three nights consecutively and um, I'd just get, I'd see the same problems and I'd see the same uh, like fail states each time. Um, And the new, like each mission is really cool. Each scenario is awesome and there's some, cool specific unique stuff and one-liners and it's a great game um but playing it in such a sort of condensed experience um is leading to me to feel a bit burnt out by it and on the flip side i guess at least i'm sticking with it because maybe i would have been turned off by that and maybe put it down and not gotten back to it so it's probably a net positive that i chose it and it's on my list um, but I definitely feel for the first time in three, in three years that, um, if I had played this at my own pace, 
I'd probably be enjoying it a bit more than I am now. Are you not worried that this challenge might sully Forza Horizon? Um, not really, because I just know that that's a you know a racing game, a fun racing game. I know exactly what's in there. I've played a lot of it already. Um, I've reset my progress, so I'll be going from the start. I guess if it comes down to like X number of days remaining in the in the month and X number of hours remaining in Forza, that that could be, get, get a bit stressful. Um, but I also, I've already overcome my worry that uh, it, the archive is going to get like hit with copyright claims. I just know that that's going to happen because it has an official like real music soundtrack. And I know there'll be one song in every single part I do that will get a copyright claim and it'll either be fully muted. If it's monetized only, that's great. Um, but when I put up a uh, a live stream archive for the demo, I got muted. I managed to dispute it and the dispute eventually never got fed back to. So it disappeared, but I'm expecting that to happen uh, with this. So I feel, I feel like I just enjoy playing that. I'll have the stream on, have a good time. Whoever jumps in, I'll have a chat with them. But uh, I guess the one I'm mostly look, looking forward to now is, is Resi 4, um, which I was going to start uh, first. Um but because at that very moment Bob was online, um, it stopped me because it's on his account. I, I'd be borrowing it from his account, um, which could lead to me. I'm assuming that as with every year, Bob will finish up his challenge quickly. So I'll be able to just enjoy using his library later in the month. So what's he got left? He's going to start Jet Set next, which yeah, could so, be quite challenging. Yeah, let's go through the rest of the guys. Let's uh, go around the group. So yeah, Bob has also finished a game. He was second to finish a game, which was Binary Domain, which he seemed to th- thoroughly enjoy. Um, it's a great game. It's it's awesome. And he seemed to enjoy it. The thing he, he seemed to get a, the most novelty value from was the uh, voice commands. Uh, yeah, which, I still don't understand why that exists, but no. it's funny. We'll uh, we'll let him talk to that when yeah. we get him on in a, uh, hopefully next week. Um, but yeah, he said he's going to move on to Jet Set Radio, uh, which could also have copyright claims like binary domain. We're now um, in a situation where we don't think we're going to be able to salvage his final four hours uh, because Sega have hit it with like 30 copyright claims based on it being able to recognize scenes from the final two hours. Um, maybe he's able to take the file locally, cut it into pieces, and then we'll see if each hour gets yeah. out. They take binary domain spoilers very seriously. Yeah, and I don't know whether it's audio or video. If it's audio, not sure what we can do. If it's video, maybe he can like mask it, reverse it. We'll see what we can do. Um, he's got Hyperlight Drifter, which I picked for him, and he's got uh, what is the name of that game? I always forget it. Oh, Chroma Squad. Squad. Chroma Squad, which is like a turn-based RPG kind of thing. Uh, so I think he he's got the most cover, colorful list of games. Um, Tom has been playing Ratchet and Clank. I think he's planning. I think he's currently playing it as we as we speak. I'm not. He 100%. definitely was when we started. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's that's his first game. He's stuck with that. And um, I don't know what he'll move on to, but I cannot wait to see all three of those games. He's he's going to play Red Dead Revolver, uh, which you gave him. Um, oh, yeah. Hush gave him. So we're, uh, Hush is listening to us. He's uh, 
he's read only right now because uh his mic stopped working but just know that he's there judging us um so red dead revolver i've never seen played uh have you seen it Stu? no no again it's i think it's there's a few there's a few huge games that kind of came out definitely towards the end of the ps2 i believe and i'd Mm -hmm. already moved on to you know next gen gaming yeah i think this is one that slipped through the cracks same with you know final fantasy 12 which i'm on a tangent really looking forward to the remaster of that because i've never played it so i think red dead revolver was in the same kind of category sure um but yeah i'm interested in seeing that obviously big fan of red dead redemption as everyone is um Mm. so you know i want to see what is basically the the prequel to that i imagine it's a more kind of linear version if anything did you ever play much open world did you ever play gun uh i played Briefly, because they did a 360 version of that as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So I, it was like a launch title. Mm-hmm. But, uh, not to completion, but yeah, I played a bit of that. I mean, that was a pretty cool game as well, it, actually. Yeah, that's a cool game. I really enjoyed it. And that's just a linear game where it's it's effective as like a kind of open world cowboy game, but within the confines of like something more scripted. And I don't, I guess Red Dead Revolver was... Uh, loved at the time but didn't really hit as as much as like most Rockstar games would do yeah no, I think it was a, a kind of a period where they weren't always knocking out of the park you know critically or commercially mm. for some reason I mean there's kind of manhunt period as well which is and then they did that state of emergency game as well which was terrible <laughs> I've got a fondness for it because I had it and yeah, I I had it because it had the Rockstar logo on the box. Yeah, but it was just really shallow. Mm-hmm. I think it was just it was just tech demo for having loads of people on screen. Basically, yeah, they they're good for uh, releasing games as tech demos. At least yeah. for for a period, they you know Rockstar Table Tennis was yeah. just an engine test, really. But it was a, it was a pretty four. solid game. Yeah. Um, okay, and then yeah, he's got Bloodborne and Hitman, and yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's fucked. Um, I'm so, looking forward to Bloodborne because I'm going to help him with that. Yeah, you know, any any excuse to bust out Bloodborne with my level 226 <laughs> character or something. Um, you know, I, I could get him through that game in about two hours, probably. To be yeah. honest, yeah. How are we going to do that? Are we going to like join his, uh, like PS4 party? Yeah, and watch I mean, him basically, on YouTube. Like, we're going to have a epic delay. Uh, trying to like follow along live with what he's telling us whilst also watching it on on youtube but uh yeah and um, i'll have my character ready basically i'll let him get on with it um but if he needs if he gets you know hits a brick wall Mm -hmm. i can join his game the good the good thing about bloodborne is it's much easier than even dark souls 3 still to to join your friend's game you know with the the bell system yeah um it's it's much it's still pretty ropey as all the games are for trying to connect to your mates but it's Mm -hmm. it's it's much you know it's doable it may take 15 minutes each time but you know it's much more yeah it works i remember playing uh bloodborne when i lived with david and he would uh we'd be in different rooms but both playing and yeah we managed to get uh what rom the the spider yeah yeah. managed to take it in turns to defeat that boss um and yeah that system is unique but it works you just need to know how to work it you know you need to be kind of within the same area you know, one of I think one of you who's trying to join has to have beaten the boss in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think Bob planned to join, but I know because I helped him finish the game, he 
hasn't got the areas unlocked, so he won't be able to join unless he does that. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a challenge for Tom, but mm-hmm. you know, I, like I said, I could help him through it pretty easily if needed. Yeah. Uh, and then his fourth game's Hitman, which, um, is a short game, really. It's five, it's uh, six levels. Um, he could go as fast and nasty as he wants on those, or I think probably we'll just follow some of the opportunities and see the weirdest side of Hitman that I can help him conjure up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that because I've, my main exposure is the elusive targets. So I don't, I've never actually seen like the story, the campaign. Yeah. So I'll definitely, I think that one of the, the biggest problems with this challenge is, you know, it's kind of hard to follow everyone properly because, you know, yeah. I always want to watch the other games, but then I want to play the, my game and stream I, it. So yeah, if I've got, it's, it's hard if I've got time, follow. if I've got time at home, um, to watch i it's pretty much also time that i could spend streaming myself yeah uh, we had that the other night where um earl was in the chat with me for bob whilst he was finishing binary domain uh, with you as well and yeah, yeah. i felt like oh i don't i want to see him play a little bit longer so i'll do some hitman whilst watching him but i really should go and play some more swap for um yes yeah, it's, it's tough and for the most part, we've got the archives that we can we can uh, watch um, for posterity. But Bloodborne and Hitman, like I think Tom's list is the thing that I want to see most. That and of course uh, Hush's uh, Batman and Hotline Miami playthroughs. Like I want to see as much of those four games as I can live. Um, yeah. And and yeah. Other than other than that, um, I just got to get a move on and get as many sessions in as I can. Um, Earl is, I guess, most concerning on the list. Uh, he's currently out of action until pretty much the weekend. Um, he played a really good chunk of Street Fighter V story mode, uh, which he seemed to enjoy. Uh, he only had one coincident, uh, which was... Just, I think Ada needed some attention, but he, he more or less did okay. But if you look at the rest of his list that he's got to achieve in like two and a half weeks, that's a bit scary for him. So, yeah, I'll say again for the, for the one of us who has the least time, we really did a number on him. I tried, you know, I was trying to guide it better. But so it's to play Earth Defense Force. Yeah, EDF is the is the main offender on that one, I guess. Like, what what would we have chosen for him? Prepper the Rapper two. I don't remember. I don't think we talked much about Prepper Rapper. There was definitely one we was a, a big hover over. I'm just checking now. Yeah, but I think the only one that we were really contesting. Oh, I, was, I wanted Blue Blue Estate, which would have been really easy. Sure, but I think EDF wasn't really under question. It was Wakamele that ended up being the one that we chose instead of Blue Estate or Parappa. But um, EDF also, we made the assumption that you could um, play through it, helping each other. Like some missions you'd play on your own and then someone uh, could join and you'd do the next mission in multiplayer. But in in fact, those campaigns are completely separate. Like the progress that you make in one does not carry over to the other. I think, um, I think single player is 86 missions and multiplayer is 98. So you know, <laughs> yeah. pick your, pick your poison. Yeah. And he can't really like 
spend a bit of you can't really like make too much progress in one and then decide to bail and try and do the other i think he might do multiplayer and just hope that there are people like randoms online that he can play with um i don't know if he can even start a mission on his own if it's in multiplayer mode um but i at least want to see him play some of each of his games um and i wonder if he'll want to like see it through post february just to say he's done it i don't i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll support him on that one i i think if he can get a 50% completion that should be a success you know and i think that's doable with street fighter and guacamelee at least yeah street fighters are done deal pretty much yeah um i don't know much about um Valdez's story though no but I, yeah it's going to be a challenge i think um, at least with guacamelee he can play on vita as well you know that kind of Doubles potential now, potentially, by commuting and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think he can get it done doing that. I'll, I'll force him to do it on the walk in to work. Um, okay, that we just gone through the group. Hopefully, we'll get um, as many people as we can back for next week. Um, but I guess you guys have, you know, the three of us have checked in. We've done, we've done our part for now, and uh, we'll see where we're at uh, in a week's time. But uh, it's it's kind of cool that these episodes release like to checkpoint a week. So we'll be halfway through this time next week and see if we have finished 12 of the 24 games in, in whatever configuration that is. Um, but right now we are two out of 24. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I guess we'll leave it there because Hush can't say anything. All he can do is smile. There he is. Aww. All right. Okay, see us, Good luck with the rest cool. of the challenge. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Yeah.